0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tiki Tacker Talk. The three of us are back, this time to discuss a more controversial topic. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment, but as mentioned in episode two, this week we have Fulham fan and ULFC's very own Mr. Controversial, Mickey Ibrahim, with us. How you doing, mate?
1: I'm good, thank you very much. How are you guys?
0: Yeah, good, man. Oh, good, thank good. you.
1: So, um, so, you're a Fulham fan, a lifelong Fulham fan? Uh, yes. Yeah, f- favourite favorite Fulham player? Um, full-time or currently? Um. Both. We we'll do both. Uh. Favorite Fulham player of all time, probably. Danny Murphy. I was a big fan
0: of um, him. Yeah. Great shit. Nice. Nice. I a Liverpool fan on that answer.
1: Yeah. And um, my favorite current Fulham player has to be Mitro.
0: M- Mitro, Yeah, that's that's a fair shout. Um.
1: Do you, do you, do you uh enjoy watching
0: Championship football more? Probably more so than Prem or.
1: Um, if I said that, I'd be lying, but like it's something about the Championship that makes you... Uh, like, it's more homely, which is weird to say, but like I'd I'll, I'll definitely prefer to play in the Premier League. But yeah, I do like watching the Championship quite a lot, actually.
0: Fair, fair, fair bit of insight. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't think of a more fitting topic to have you on for. Uh, I know we're all uh, itching to get into this one. Uh, set to be a cracking event, um, and most overrated. Um, so no real rules on this one. We've uh, left it a little bit open. So retired, current players, managers, or teams—they're uh, they're all open uh, and vulnerable. Uh, we've each selected three subjects, and at the end of the uh, at, at the end of four of a four-tenth to agree on like a, a most overrated trio. Uh, that might take a while, uh, as there are some very interesting picks. So without further ado, uh, Mickey, we'll let you go first. Who's your who's your first choice? Uh,
1: my first choice is Ryan Giggs.
0: Okay. Um, why have you gone for why have you gone for gigs
1: Um, I just find his stats absolutely abysmal. The fact that uh, the year he won the PFA Play of the Year, he managed to get two goals and I think it was seven assists. Um, Like, I know wingers, like, when you look at his stats, wingers are meant to do much more. Like, I look at players like Hazard who can easily get over the 10-goal mark, uh, like, season in, season out, apart from one. But, like, the fact that he's played for so long and he's never he's managed to get over ten goals twice the night three, season and uh night I just think like the only reason why he was respected as much as he is was his longevity. But like if we're given people like if we're given ratings based on longevity, we might as well make uh Mark Noble our class as it stands as well. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh anyone anyone got anything to come back with i mean I'll, we'll start start with the obvious you know the guys won what is it eleven or thirteen Premier League titles I said, I think Ryan Giggs'
2: only argument really is is his trophy cabinet um two champions leagues, thirteen
3: premier leagues, multiple FA that's cups
2: that's a but pretty compelling argument no 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 I,
3: mean, I, I agree. But he he was pretty good yeah. as well. He had his moments. Some of his goals yeah, but, were pretty good. I mean, I mean, I suppose how long he was playing, he doesn't have as like his compilation would be a lot more boring than exactly. players like Hazard or Salah. I get that if you watched it, but he was crucial for Man United for such a long time. He played in so many finals and big fixtures. I mean, I I, I do agree his stats are sort of underwhelming, but he averages a goal like one every 10 games which isn't good for a winger but he did, but he did also adapt which I think you have to give that's him credit good. for he did a, he did change his um, game later he on but, his position so he could as well go on yeah, yeah
1: but he did adapt to a team that was dominating anyway so uh, if you're adapting for a, a lower lesser team like th- that deserves more respect but a team that's really been dominating winning year in year out having arguably one of the best players in Premier League history uh, bagging 40 goals it's not really hard to adapt and I do you
3: think yeah. do you think Man United would have had the same success without him?
1: Gunnar Solskjaer on the bench, who could both come up with goals. So they they always had the nick to outscore their opponent. So if you put a lesser winger in that team, I think they would have done exactly the same job, if not even more, looking at his goal teddy right now got on the screen is very, very bad. Are we basing this on his whole United career or the or his earlier
3: I mean, like roughly. Do you, Do you think they would have won roughly the same amount if had you taken gigs out of the equation? Hundred
1: percent. I think their midfield was just dominant. You had Roy Keane sweeping up, Paul Scholes just dictating games to the tempo he wanted. Um, at one point, they had four well. Can I say world class? Probably not world class, but four strikers who could easily all score plus fifty, yeah, yeah. plus fifteen goals. You had Dwight uh, Dwight Yorke and Andy Colestein, and then Teddy Sheringham and. Um,
3: I think it's a really strong argument. Um, I think it's a good. And the thing, think is, so. the
1: thing is, thing is, like uh, when you play for a bigger team, like you can make an argument, like saying the stats are, the stats are going to be shared. Or other players will score a goal. I'm, I'm looking at his Wales, his Wales record, and it, like you it could go two ways. you could go two ways when you play for a less, like a, a team that's when you're the main player in that team. You either score loads of goals, like Gareth Bale, for example, he plays for the uh, same country. You either score loads of goals, or you're likely to score no goals. Um, so, like we, I said for United, like there's a chance where he'll just get loads of pre-assists, but when you look at his Wells record, he's in 64 appearances, he's only got 12 goals.
0: Yeah, as a, as a winger and a, as a main feature, of as the a player, main, it's not a fan. exactly as, as uh, a main
1: yeah. player in that Wells team. Like you want your arguably this world-class player to come up with crucial goals, he didn't do that. Carry but,
0: yeah, he
1: hasn't. Okay, good, good start to the argument. Uh, we'll move on then. Uh, Neil, who, who,
0: who's your first? Um, my first one is Robinho.
2: Um, okay. Sort of gone through his stats season by season, and I don't really understand how he was ever regarded as world-class, really. Um, but, I mean, Man City signed him for quite a fee. it's one of their first signings. Um, so, his career stats so far, because he's still playing, 506 games, 130 goals, 90 assists. So, that's an average of five assists every season. And eight goals every season. Um, his highest tally for Real Madrid in one season was 14. Apart from that, it was eight and six. Um, for AC Milan, it was rather similar. 14 goals. Then he had six goals, two goals, three goals. Man City, one season he scores 14 goals. The next season he scores none. He ended up flopping at Santos in his second run there. But... Um, he wasn't great for Brazil either, really. I mean, he had 100 caps, which is obviously no mean feat, but 28 goals. I, don't, I just think for a forward, he didn't score enough, he didn't assist enough. Um, and I mean, compared to other, you know, the players he played with, he, he didn't really shine, um, but was still somehow regarded as world-class and got in the top 10 for the Ballon d'Or one year on a year where he scored 14 goals and assisted five.
0: Do you think that the players that he was surrounded by, you know touched upon by Mickey there in that last point about gigs. Do you not think that the players he was surrounded by were that good, that it limited his you know, um, chances to get on the goal sheet, stuff like stats sort of shared, I guess?
2: I've, well, I mean, I've looked at it. When he joined Real Madrid, he, he joined straight from Santos, so pretty similar to Neymar joining Barcelona, straight from Santos. Good point. Um, Ravinho started 35, or played 35 games that season, started 30 of them, and only scored eight. He had the opportunities, but he didn't take them as well as he should have. Um, you know, and with those players around you at that young age, I'd say you know you're more likely to learn off them. Do you do you not think? I mean, for Brazil, he played with Ronaldo, he played with Ronaldinho, Kaká. For Real Madrid, he played with Zidane, Beckham, Ronaldo again, Raúl. You know, he had you know he's played with those players. He should at least be learning something off them. He, he just didn't score enough for a forward. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, you know his job is to score and assist, and he didn't do it. that,
1: that name like was to come to you for that point where um, Depezy was surrounded by but that name points is really really good. The fact that Neymar had a similar route and succeeded with goals and assists
0: yeah, yeah.
2: major yeah, and I think arguably name the La liga when Neymar joined was probably more difficult.
1: better defense, I mean yeah.
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, when Robinho joined, it was only Real Madrid and Barcelona, really, that were exactly, the contenders. Yeah. I mean, when Neymar joined, you could arguably say that Atletico Madrid were also contenders. Valencia and Villarreal were up there as well. Um, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, I think they're really rather comparable, especially when they're playing in the same position. Too far. I, um, I just think he's a YouTube player, to be honest oh yeah no I agree especially with that there's that video with him Roberto Carlos and Ronaldinho doing kick-ups for uh, five minutes yeah. which is obviously amazing brilliant but he couldn't replicate on the pitch I just think 506 games 130 goals and that includes uh, matches in the Turkish leagues and the Brazilian leagues oh. and he played for quite a few of those clubs as well so I don't think that's good enough personally
0: yeah I bet it's another, another good shout uh, we'll move on then again um, Callum we'll go with your first of your three
3: I think I might get a nibble out of this one. I've gone for Aidan
0: Hazard. Oh, dear.
3: Purely on the fact of the way Chelsea fans talk about him. Yes, he was a wonderfully gifted player. um, But time and time again, I hear him. Every time you met as a Liverpool fan, I mentioned Salah or Firmino, anyone like that. I always get Hazard thrown at me. Um, For me, someone like Salah, who played in a similar position to Hazard, is just another level to him. The stats show that. Uh, Salah's played half the games that Hazard has. He scored 72 goals to Hazard's 85. He um, has about half the assists. Um, his shot accuracy is better. Uh, Chelsea fans always hammer Salah about the chances he's missed. His, his shot accuracy is better than Aidan Hazard's. I don't understand it. He's glorified. I, I think it's because Chelsea were a period where they didn't have as many exciting players When once you got rid of the Drogfors and the Lampards that you only had Hazard. And, so sort of everything went through him, and he's the embodiment of what winds me up about Chelsea fans, and that's why I <laughs> think I, I really like him. I mean, I, I, I was I was I was going to throw the Real Madrid stats, but I actually don't think that's fair
0: because nah. he hasn't yeah. really had
3: a, he hasn't had a fair pot yeah. day. I mean,
0: I'm so... I'm 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 going to take I'm going to take the reins on this one because I'm nibbling very hard here. I'll for it. I saw, I mean, you you obviously you mentioned mentioned stats and stuff, and, and Hazard. I think you're right in the terms that he hasn't scored or, or assisted enough, you know, in... No, the...
3: no, I think he's great. I just don't think he's as good as you say. I, I think see, he's unbelievable. I still I still, but... I
0: still, maintain that, on, you know, like, at top level, you know, like, um, season 18-19, like, he's, like, easily up in that top, top bracket. Um, is no... he
3: better than Mohamed
0: Salah? Yes, yes, 100%. That's not true. Well, no, so he his, best, he, right, his best season, <laughs> you just said, <laughs> let was... Let, let, eight. Me explain, but... let me explain, let me explain. Um, so like for example you you know you spoke about stats and like I say I would agree with you in the goals and assists Mark he hasn't hit as many (laughs) as possible but you can you can say you know obviously Giggs hasn't you haven't got the pre-assist stats and stuff like this but you can talk about how players influence a game and Eden Hazard without contributing goals and assists is still one of if not you know you know, the most influential player in the Premier League over the past decade. He's got 62. Uh, you're just... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's got 62, which is the mo- 62-man-of-matches, which is the most in the Prem since 9 He's third behind Messi and Ronaldo in all competitions match-wise. Um, and he's the only player in Premier League history to get three-man-of-matches against a single team in a calendar year Yes. Oh, brilliant! Guess which team?
1: It was us. <laughs> Liverpool. Oh, um, um, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is with that Salah and Hazard um, comparison. The thing is, Hazard's always played with a recognised striker, so he had Diego Costa, um, Higuain, even. Um, so, whereas the Liverpool yeah. system, the Liverpool yeah. system relies on the wingers to sort of cut inside, like Camino Yeah, drop yeah. But, I mean that. They sh- they shared the spoils.
3: Do you see how many goals Manet scored last season? They were both how many top just scorers to that, in the exactly Premier. That's
1: goals- my point. The thing is that the wingers in your team are your goal scorers, whereas Hazard's Hazard's doing everything at once. He's
3: been your top. He's been Chelsea's top scorer more than one. Yeah,
2: yeah, ha- yeah. That's and a fair point.
3: That, that's not an argument. And can can I have my counter argument to yep, Eddie quickly? Yep, you on. were saying his best season was eighteen nineteen. He scored 16 goals. Salah's already yeah, there. Yeah, but Hazard <laughs> has Salah, Salah, Salah's already
2: there. Hazard contributed to 49% of Chelsea's goals in 2018-19. So Even if he only scored 16, his assists contributed to more
3: to, to where? 18,
2: 19. 18 19. He contributed to 49% of Chelsea's goals that season in all competitions. Oh, Ryan,
3: in, the, in the monkey cup. <laughs>
2: while,
1: Salah, while Salah was willing, winning the Champions League. I read the interesting start I came across. Um, Hazard's, Hazard's the only player that's um, got over five, uh, five point something dribbles a game. He's, he's oddly probably the best dribbler in Premier League history, if you think about it.
0: Oh, well, he's
3: definitely... I mean, I mean, I mean, people make that argument for Ryan Giggs, who you just shut oh, out. Right. I mean, No, no you Ryan Giggs
1: would just knock the ball forward yeah. and chase it, whereas Hazard has some swagger about it.
3: <laughs> what, 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 what I'm saying is Ryan Giggs' stats to Hazard are, are the, are the, is the same as comparing him to Muhammad um, Salah for me. Oh, no. It's another level. And,
0: um, honestly, it's in goals you... Hazard scored. Like, you look at the big, like, the big games and the big goals he scored. London Derby against yeah. West Ham scored that goal where he went past about seven people. The game against Liverpool scored that, that yeah. now famous goal where he turned poker <laughs> inside out. OK, what was the other
3: goal in that game that you never mentioned? This what, is not Daniel not it? Yeah, that was an even better goal of the game. Oh, but, that, that goal Hazard. was even better. You're and really all you're, really going right? goal, but, and you're going on but but about is a Hazard goal. But he never, he never said the Sturridge goal was bad.
0: Goal
3: was bad. <laughs> all right, what, what about the Salah one against you? Again? I mean, all I hear is Hazard, long Hazard, long Hazard. Long and to be ability. Other than Diego Costa, who... I don't know why you don't mention him as much I'm as Hazard. Because I, I, I think he was arguably a better player for Chelsea. in the In the... Con- Are you going to let me finish? In the concentrated time he was there, they were more successful. And Hazard went missing a few seasons. He had a few seasons. No, 15, no, 16, we're missing he went, went
2: missing went one season. Missing. One but season. Salah's
3: not, done, Salah's not done that yet. Salah's on his dead season. His worst season, as everyone says, this season. He's already got more goals. Well, as many goals as Hazard had in his I best. think
2: Salah's worst season was the season he couldn't get into the Chelsea team.
3: <laughs> what, was that with De Bruyne as well? No, De
2: Bruyne, no, De Bruyne was out on loan at that point. Oh,
3: oh well, he, he was already turfed out. He already turfed the best player in the Prem out. you turfed the second best one out the year after, yeah? I don't think we sold
0: Kanto. <laughs> Oh dear. I mean, d- despite, despite obviously, regardless of the club as well, the fact that he's captain of Belgium, you know, unrule the World Cup and and you know drove the yeah. pass. he's World really World he's really really
3: good. It's just whenever I it's just your arguments when you just try to pip him up a little bit. He's really good, and I'm really upset that I'm arguing against him because I love so, watching him
1: play. So I've seen point, him live. And so your point amazing. is Salah's better than Hazard, essentially.
3: I mean, Salah's an example of me saying that Chelsea always have to push him up a little bit too high. We did the same with Lampard. Yeah, well,
2: yeah exactly. So
3: your argument against Hazard is going to be very interesting with my argument against Gerrard compared to Lampard later on.
0: In that, in that
3: case, it's, it's probably exactly the same argument. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll... Except I'm right. <laughs> no, no.
0: We'll, uh, we'll, move, we'll move on then. And I'll do, I'll do my first of the three. Um, I've picked. Uh, my first choice is uh, Gerard Piqué uh, of Barcelona. Um, I've gone for, gone for a few stats, but I mean, a lot of this is is qualitative data, like from actually watching him play. Um, and the players that he's played with in his career to start with, um, have pretty much got him unstuck. You know, at Spain, Ramos, Puyol, um, at Barcelona, Mascherano, Albert, and Alves, like pace-wise, uh, have got him out of so many like issues with his with his lack of pace. Um, you look at the La Liga record. Um, and since Mascherano's left, they've been, you know, despite winning titles, they've been fourth and third and fifth best defence in the league behind, you know, obviously Atletico, fantastic, Real Madrid, who were leaking goals at one stage, um, and Valencia in one of those campaigns. Um, evidence since Mascherano retired that he's just not good enough. Um, I'm seeing a long Longley as well. Um, I would argue better than Pique, um, despite the fact that the yeah, defensive record for Barca has, has declined over recent years. Um, you know, both part of the French French World Cup winning squad um, and, you know, PK's reputation over the years has probably preceded his actual ability. Um, Barca, their um, attacking prowess and the ability to score more goals than the opponent, you know, they're more reliant on their attackers, you know, obviously the likes of Messi, Neymar, Suarez over the years, um, Griezmann and etc., um, you know that means that they don't actually have to be that good defensively despite uh, adding to the fact that the, their league is not actually as competitive as probably the other four um, in, in Europe um, add to that the fact that um, at six foot four um, one of the sho- most shocking stats I've seen is in like over the league over the past decade he's been in the bottom ten for aerial dual win percentage at six foot four like just shows his lack of aggression and his, you know ability isn't actually all, you know, world class that he makes that a lot of people would look out for him to be. Um so yeah, I mean some summarise basically he's been carried for the majority of his I career. I mean
3: yeah but he has a, I, I, I sort of see where you're coming from, but he has been part of some absolutely outrageous sides and I think I think there's definitely an argument that he was one of the reasons they were so successful. Especially the Barcelona sides. He did it with Puyol, and then when they adapted with Mascherano playing at the back with him. Again, they were so successful with them. Um...
0: Again, though, I, would, I mean, I'd argue both of those names you mentioned are you know, tenfold you more important Mascherano to that Barcelona side
1: important.
0: than. No, 100%. The fact that he adapted, you know, look at Fernandinho yeah. from Man City this year. Um, in the role he's done, Mascherano pretty much did that when Busquets came into the side, um, almost got forced to, to play centre back. No, Puyol retired pretty much, but he was fantastic. His aggression—he was labelled as one of the best centre backs in the world um, by the Barcelona manager at the time. So, i, I would still argue that PK has, de- has definitely sort of been carried by other players, especially even the fullback. You know, pace wise, even now, like they have relied on on quick fullbacks uh, in order to reco- recover and and obviously, I'm titty along long way or slow. Um, so, but yeah, that so the- you say
1: is similar to the Van Dijk effect, where like Joe Gomez isn't. Like a great, great centre back,
0: but like playing next to a established, very centre back. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's a, it's it's a it's definitely a touch of that in my opinion, especially over less so now, and probably more more so over over the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. P.O. P- ph- phenomenal. Obviously, the the guy was yeah. one of the best centre backs. You know, the games. There's the, no doubt that yeah.
3: he played with <laughs> some of the best centre backs we've ever seen. Especially
0: Spain, yeah. Sergio Ramos, as well. It's it's hard to argue, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, if he if he was world world class, you know, there's an argument to say Man United would have would have kept him and and alongside Ferdinand and Vidic, probably would have grown to be you know potentially world class. But they didn't keep him for a reason. I mean, He was very young. He was he was young. But if you've got a talent that's you know potentially could be well, you know in the in the future world class, um, surely you keep them alongside your experienced players and Vidic and Ferdinand, two of the best Premier League centre backs ever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, it's that's a fair fair fair, fair what, what I'm saying is that, that, they, um, that like, I don't think yeah, that, that I, I don't that. think well, course, yeah. I
3: think you do have a strong argument I don't think Matt is part of it to be honest
0: I, I do think it's part of it because Chelsea, Chelsea is a bad example to use because our recruitment and you know our, our youth system until you know last year our recruitment and our youth system you know it's been shocking the amount of, the amount of players we get rid of mm-hmm. Um. Uh, in a youth position and don't give game time to, and just ended up loaning them out. It's only now since lampard's coming in we've had the chance for embargo. The youth yeah, have had Man a Man U- United chance.
3: stuck on with um, people like Phil Jones. You're not seriously telling me that was better than PK, even though he was given the <laughs> no, opportunity to stay there much longer.
0: No, but I'm. I'm, I'm... I'm using that argument that United did give a chance to their youth and he wasn't given a chance because he wasn't good enough in, in you know, United's eyes. And that's why I would say he's not definitely of the world-class calibre. I think, adds I think to the he's a better point.
3: ball-playing defender than he is an actual defender,
0: if you know what I mean. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And I'm not saying he's bad.
3: I'm just saying he's well, I mean, definitely you, you not in that world-class Vick Valdez bracket. is probably overrated because he was in a team. in the similar way you could say to PK, where neither of them are probably the best in their positions at any time. But they fit into a system that works no, yeah.
0: really, really well. I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a, another another uh, d- interesting shout. Um I think we'll go back to uh, back to Neil for your second argument. Mate. My second one, right?
2: Okay. Um, my second one is the whole, virtually the whole <laughs> of the, uh, Arsenal football club squad. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not doing it for the nibble. I'll, I'll start off on a bit more of a positive note. I'm not discounting Arsenal as a club. You know, they're a massive club. They've achieved <laughs> a lot, and they are by far well away, comfortably. You know, I the second. You I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Oh. And I will also disregard free players. Who I think have performed this season. I know one of them, one person in here is going to disagree with me. So I think Aubameyang has been world class, Golden Boot winner last season. You know, fine. Martinelli got a lot of potential, scored some crucial goals for Arsenal, and I think Bakayo Saka has got a lot of potential as well and has had a good season. Um, I know Mickey, from what I heard, isn't too keen on Aubameyang, but um, (laughs) but you know, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the Chelsea shirt. But um, (laughs) I've I haven't got, you know, I haven't named every single player in the squad. So I'm going to go through, you know, some of the, some of the big boys, some, some of the lads that, you know, these Arsenal fans think are world-class, even though they're ninth in the league and not challenging for a Champions League spot. So I'm going to start off with Mesut Ozil, who, you know, I, I'll, I'll get it out of the way now. He has been sensational for Real Madrid, for Germany when they won the World Cup, and in his early days for Arsenal. But really, his last big year was 2016. Um, yeah. Two, I'll, I'll go through, you know, the decline. Obviously, Ozil is, you know, famous for his assists as such, isn't he? You know, he's the assist yeah. king, um,
1: yeah.
2: especially for Ronaldo. So in the 2015-16 season, 19 assists, which is no mean feat, 35 games.
0: You know, highest highest that year, which is sensational. Right, you continue... I'll, I'll just just add to that stat there because you know he would he would have definitely one hundred percent surpassed Henri's record that season. He had sixteen yeah. by before before twenty sixteen yeah. had started. But yeah, Maruda I'm, and other not, players I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not
2: doubting that. This is more to show his decline because yeah. I still okay. see Arsenal fans ranting and raving at how good he is when he <laughs> really isn't, in my opinion. Sixteen, seventeen, nine assists. 33 games, 17, 18, 8 assists, 26 games, 18, 19, 2 assists, 24 games, 19, 20, obviously still ongoing, 18 games, 2 assists. I think he's got massive attitude problems. He just constantly looks moody. Whenever he gets substituted, he has a little temper tantrum. I mean, if you think about the Europa League as well, all he does is cry whenever, you know, he gives away <laughs> the ball too often. I personally don't think he puts the effort in either for Arsenal. And now, over the past couple of years, I feel he seems a bit incapable <clears throat> of dictating Arsenal's attacks. I think they rely on other players a bit more than him. Um, obviously, mainly Aubameyang. Um, any arguments there
0: for Arzil? I, I, the I, I, I would argue he's still that, you know, he's still that player in the stats he used so- a little bit unfair um, bias towards towards Arsenal's decline as a whole team rather than Ozu himself. He's a bit of a, a bit of a scapegoat yeah. in my opinion for a lot of it. He definitely has the ability to stone that um, attitude. Maybe maybe an issue. I, I can I can sort of understand that. But when you're per, when you're permanently a scapegoat for a side, I can imagine you know that is going to weigh on you um, to some degree. Um, just. Generally, what well, probably why he looks pissed off. All plus, time.
1: plus, there's been a lot of managerial changes, and that's like so much system to get used to. Um, and Emery, Emery didn't fancy in one bit. So that those two, a year and a year and a half, would surely hurt his stats, wouldn't doesn't it? Doesn't that
3: doesn't that fall on the I mean, senior no, no, no. players no, no, no. to take up that responsibility though? When when that sort of thing happens, you 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 see you've seen I don't players know, that always... Chelsea do that before, uh, Man United. Uh, not so much but um, City certainly you see the senior players who who do sort of take responsibility when the manager changes and steady the ship and yeah. I don't think Ozil's done that in the same exactly yeah
2: yeah, yeah. thank and you and, uh, all, all has done that though however I feel he's probably the only well, I still Arsenal don't think Arsenal are
3: overrated because I don't think anyone rates them at the moment
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I'm saying it more from the point I'm I'm saying it more from the point of view of these Arsenal fans that you see I don't know, all any. over social media who are bigging up these certain players. <laughs> I don't know, Trust me, there are loads. Yeah. Then next one, uh Nicolas Pepe yeah. uh seventy million pounds, six goals in thirty two games, scores every three hundred and ninety eight minutes. Yeah, he but he did dribble past in Van
3: Dyke once, um, it was amazing
2: yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's you know, that's a big deal. That is big deal. Uh, Any arguments? No, that, I, agree with, you know, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Deemed as world class, apparently. I think. He, I think he's. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, he's perfect. <possessive. laughs> um, Lacazette, I can sort of, I you know, he, he his goal thing isn't honest, too though, bad.
0: I think, I think Lacazette isn't isn't rated by many. Most of the Arsenal fans I speak to, they don't like Lacazette.
2: He's he's had nine goals in 26 games this season, three assists. Once again, he's one of the senior players, as Callum said earlier, it's not enough. Um, And he virtually starts every game as well. Um, You know, for a top-class striker, who once again, I have heard, you know, he's meant to be a a massive big deal. Uh, I don't think he is. Um, Granite Xhaka, I've...
0: Um, <laughs> you, don't need there, mate. you know,
2: uh, mm-hmm. he, he hasn't improved since I signed him, he was 23 when he signed, what is he, 26 now and you know what? He, his highest You know, in, in numbers, his highest numbers bloody yellow cards, 10 zero <laughs> goals, one assist, um, you know you could argue saying that goals and assisting probably isn't what he's made out to be but when he first signed he's been compared to Perlo for God's sake um, Torreira uh, I how dare anyone compare this guy to Kante? Um, <laughs> I honestly think this guy could play for Southampton or West Ham and not get a mention at all. Yeah, he could fit into that side and he would not be their standout It'd be another player. or something. You see, yeah. Arsenal players prosper when they leave as well. I mean, the key example is Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, he's an absolute different yeah. animal at Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> no, exa- exactly that. I <laughs> honestly <laughs> think you could put to wear into. Th- you could put Torreira into that West Ham side, and Depp I think Marts the thing with Arsenal is, you could him.
3: say they have had a lot of players who haven't reached their potential over the years, and you could say that might be partly down to Arsenal fans overhyping them. You had people like Jack Wilshere; everyone said was going to be like better than Xavi, that never materialised. Even Theo yeah. Walcott, how long were we waiting for him to, to, to <laughs> yeah. actually switch it on? He never really did. Exactly.
1: No, he's still a potential. He's and still you... yeah
3: positionally, he
2: wasn't played in the correct position for Arsenal either, in my opinion. Now he's gone to Liverpool, he's in that position. Another player I'm going to get on to, he's young, so he's still got time, but Gwendouzi, I mean, I just look at him and think he's just a haircut. I don't really <laughs> see what he does. He runs around like a headless yes, chicken he for 90 yes. minutes. Once again, mm. zero goals, one assist. So he's got the exact same stats as Xhaka and they're two of the starting centre-fielders. I think it's pathetic. And then and then take your pick from these centre-backs. David Luiz, Mustafi and Socrates. They're all just crap as each other. Yeah, but those, yeah, really, don't you know, there won't be anyone that. Yeah, I mean, I, no one Yeah, I'll let... I let it's, at the end of the day, I think, you know, the defence... I'm not happy I'll to put the whole Arsenal it, team they're, they're not, not rated. I think
0: that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I'm, take your pick. I'm take definitely me. not happy for Leno to go in. Because I think Leno's fantastic, if I'm I <laughs> know, I, I've... I've not
2: really mentioned Leno. I mean the whole thing with right. Leno is they're comparing him to Kepa. Yeah,
0: he
3: is. Everyone's better than <laughs> Kepa. He Ever <laughs> Ever you know, like, he, he,
2: he's better than Kepa. I mean Leno's it's really not good. that hard. But I'll I think say it. The, the yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think Leno, all right, I probably should have mentioned him at first. But in my opinion, Erzil's declined, he's not what he was. Lacazette isn't scoring anywhere near as enough. Pepe for 70 million pounds is absolute dog. <laughs> Torreira, Guendouzi, the starting centre midfield. And there's no creativity there whatsoever.
0: I think I'm mean, inclined, you, uh, you know, to agree with you when you say that Arsenal fans over overrate their sides. You know, they are not And I think a lot of people outside of, I, I I don't know whether it's a majority of Arsenal fans. Pretty pretty split, but you, you never know when you watch AF TV. You know, it's, it's it depends game on game who they're rating and who they're not. I'm I'm not happy for no, the whole team ridiculous. to go in there. For this.
2: We'll say this: Ozil, Lacazette. Pepe, Xhaka, Torreira, Guendouzi. If you had to pick one of those players as I don't, I
3: don't, overrated... Yeah, Guendouzi. I, I don't think Urzul's over. I think people sort of know he's not the player he was. And everyone sort of... Yeah. I, think, I think people respect <laughs> so, him. Man. He was unbelievable at Real Madrid. And for Germany, he's been so, so, so good. For Arsenal, he was good for the first few seasons, won a few FA Cups. But I, I, I don't think Arsenal fans are too much in denial with Özil. I think they still like him right because of what he's done in the past, but i don't think they 'd say he's one of the best midfielders in the league
0: i think I think that one's that one's quite a, quite a broad one but um I think there's a little bit of disagreement there so we we'll, we'll move oh, on okay. though to um to Callum come to your uh,
3: I am picking a young Englishman who again, I actually like this player I think he's pretty good. this is mainly down to the fans. All I hear is declan rice declan rice declan rice. Uh, um, really good player pretty good stats probably one of West Ham's best best players not saying a huge amount to a team that have been struggling but I hear about him in the England frame more than nearly any other player and I'm not sure why I think I think there's so many other great English youngsters we could be talking about and I hear about Declan Rice so much more often there's players like Todd Campwell, who I think are a different gravy to him personally
2: Decl- Declan Rice is yeah, only 20 I still mean- though so you can't say that yet. I mean, he, you know, you could keep him at West Ham until he's twenty-two and then sign him. It doesn't matter when he's signed. he signs. Can... Versatile, he hey, reads hey, the hey, game hey. well. He's got fantastic hey. good guys, in the face. I've got, I've got some stats here actually, um, courtesy of Sky Sports um, earlier. Uh, so distance covered: three hundred and seventeen kilometers. Second in the Premier League this season. Interceptions, 61, second in the Premier League this season. Possession one in the middle third of the pitch, 126 times, which is second in the Premier League this season. For the position he plays, do you not think, you know,
3: I think that, that is... I think there are you know, players he, of a similar age. Stay, I think the fact it's he's it's English as well. The people like Ruben Neves is, what, like two years older than him, play similar positions, far better, far better.
2: But those those stats. Well, look at stay, the team. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that.
3: Where are West Ham? You both say they're pretty much equally important to their teams. You know what I mean, but you could
2: also say that Wolves are a more talented team. I, than West Ham. I,
3: I just think I don't think Declan Rice. I think he'd struggle even to get into the Wolves side right now, and I mean that. I think uh, who'd get in ahead? Ruben
0: Neves or Moutinho? Nah, no. Chance. not a chance. Probably. I, I, I would. I would argue getting in front of Moutinho give Neves a bit more license David, to, to play. Declan you, you,
2: Rice can even play a centre-back as well, can't he? So Wolves play back we, we're getting so, my,
3: my point is, I feel, I, I feel like there's so much focus on him. And I think he, I think he is really good. But why,
2: why is he overrated?
3: Because he just spoke about so much in terms of, oh, he's going to start for... He's not near starting for England for me. Not near it. I mean, I, 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 I come back to me in two years and he's an England regular. I don't see it happening. I think there'll, I think there'll be another flavour of the month before then. Personally, I mean, I might be wrong, and I'm happy for him not to go in this because I I mean,
0: the the fact that he's being looked at by you know the big clubs, Chelsea United, etc. He
3: would have gone if they wanted him. I mean, this has been going on. We had the same thing with Aaron Cresswell. We had the same thing with Aaron Cresswell, where they bang on about him because he scored a few nice free kicks, and he's still at West Ham, and he's still bang average. uh, He's not that exciting. I do like him. I was.
0: I think it's difficult for you to bring up Jordan Henderson because Jordan Henderson at Sunderland was yeah. deployed mainly as a winger as well, which is a you bit of what? a bit of a I'm happy
3: for Declan Rice not to go in there because I do like him and the, the, the stats you pulled up. Fair enough. Like, I, I... You, you could probably
2: compare him to Henderson in the way he plays. If he turns out like player, if he turns out like, like the Henderson, then
3: I will completely retract everything I've said. We'll, 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 we'll get we'll get to that in 10 years time. <laughs> It's probably similar similar to what Henderson was like at Sunday. I mean, though, I mean, you I can't say. you can't say because they were similar. Declan Rice is going to go on to be one of the one of the best players in the Premier League. I'm not, the, no, I'm he not, saying, I'm that not saying he hasn't done that yet. He hasn't made that league. I would have I, put, put, put put it this way. I, I would have. Said, answer, I probably that's would that's say the perfect. same about Henderson. when Henderson joined Liverpool. I thought he was overrated. He proved me wrong. In the English setup, I think there's a lot of youngsters that could be talked about for, from Chelsea, yeah. from Liverpool, and I feel like I, Declan I, Rice I, gets more than his lion's share of the mentions. And that's that's my only problem.
0: That's not that's probably probably a good good way of summarising your argument there. I think I'm inclined to agree with quite a few points there. Um, we'll move on to move on to my second one uh, before we go back to Mickey. Um, and my second choice is Harry Kane. Uh, this might be a very controversial one, um, but I, I I would argue that he's actually a little bit detrimental to the teams that he's played in. Um, in both both England and Spurs. Um, there's no doubt he's one of the best finishers around. You know. Everyone called him a one season wonder, it's not true. Um he is fantastic at finishing. But I would argue, you know, unless his team is built or plays around him, um, that it's he's actually detrimental to them being in the side, uh, despite his goals. Um well look like one main example I would argue is the Champions League final when they got beat by Liverpool in the worst Champions League not final you're probably ever likely to see. Um <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> I mean, after the semi final, when, when they beat Ajax and phenomenal turnaround, and amazing scenes. If Lucas had started yeah. in, in that setup in the field, as a more mobile, in between the line striker that would have been more effective, you know, to cut Liverpool open on the counter, like Barcelona yeah. did in the first leg, I would argue they would have had a I mean, much I don't much think they would have won, but I think
3: it would have given them a, 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 lot, a, a lot more opportunities
0: win. in that game. I, and Kane I mean, was injured. He, he was
3: injured as well. I, I,
0: you know, he tries too much on his own. He, if you actually watch a game of, of Harry Kane, uh, like just watch his positioning, um, he tries too much. He drops deep and wide, so that there's no one in the box for them to, to pass to, um, you know, clogging up the middle and denying those Tottenham midfields a chance to sort of facilitate it. Um, in both 1819 ni- and 1920, his average position on the field of play was in a more number ten role. It was between the uh, cam and centre forward, which shows just how you know much he does drop back and yes he scores a lot of goals but how many goals does he probably deny Tottenham from actually scoring and, and England of course um from being you know dropping deep and trying to take everything on um you look at another game the big game is the World Cup semi-final yes he should have passed
3: yeah, he's, yeah no, he should have no, scored it Callum's right it it he shouldn't have passed he should have it scored. scored it I, I agree
0: with that it didn't, it didn't, yeah. um, and add to the fact you know his whole Selfish and and you know wanting to do everything on his own is is summarised in my opinion when he tried to claim that goal against Stoke when he swore on his daughter's life that he touched the ball when there is no <laughs> way in hell I must have watched that about yeah, that's bad. that yeah that that, is,
3: that that sends out a terrible message.
0: Is it just player and how selfish he is. In my opinion, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be you know argued as world class because Spurs have probably you would argue played better football and. Been more effective with Son up top yeah. while Harry Kane's yeah, been injured.
3: Yeah,
0: I think I think Kane
2: is a world class goal scorer. He's not a world class player.
0: I, I would agree. I would agree. He's a fantastic finisher and one of the best about, if not the best, in the Premier League at actual finishing. Second, I would argue behind Aguero. But yeah, to, to, in, in terms of actual team play, he's actually detrimental to you know both the teams that he's he, he currently plays for. Yeah.
1: Wait, so 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 he's a striker and he bat, like Kane guarantees you at least three goals a season. Isn't his whole job to put the ball in the net, and would that not make him a world-class striker? Therefore, a player.
0: Yes, but my my point is, yes, he would score you know twenty-five, thirty goals a season. But Tottenham would probably be you know better if you know some scored fifteen and maybe they had a different striker in the you know Lucas scored ten and it was shared around because I think they'd win more games, um, you know, and get more more points, um, you know, with with other players. Sharing the goals rather than just give it to Kane and shoot or get in the box or whatever because he does too much and de- you know, takes takes away the tracks from the actual overall team play um, and can't ha- has cost them games by being too selfish. Like he has, England. you know, he's, he's done it. In England it's, it's more obvious to see on an on an international level where he's you know been too selfish in front of goal. Um, obviously the, the the two two main examples are highlighted, but yeah,
1: that is a very very big hot
0: take. That's got a, I think, I think I've made a fairly, fairly yeah. compelling take.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. going to be a controversial. He doesn't quite make it for me. As, as, I mean, he is quality. In terms of just goal-scoring ability, yeah. I, I think that might get him out of my top three of overrated just because of how good he is at finishing. Yeah. But I, do, I, 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 I 100% agree yeah, with you totally Tottenham way. would have had a far better chance against Liverpool. had, had they. A bit, I mean, that was just a bizarre decision. It's almost like... They asked Kane, "Are you ready?" And he
0: selfishly said, "Yeah." We'll, we'll move on then. To, back to Back to you then, Mickey. Uh, your um, second I'm choice. I'm going
1: for the fraud that is Pep Guardiola. <sighs> Are oh. we going for cool. player or manager? Manager. Yeah, let's see okay. This. We'll, uh, we'll let you we'll let you tell us. We'll let you talk us through that one. Uh, then. I just think everywhere he's been, um, he's been spoon-fed. Um, essentially, he came into a Barcelona team that, let's be honest, um, if you put Neil Warnock in charge of that Barcelona team, they they win those trophies. <laughs> to be <honest>. Um, Rijkaard. I <laughs> see the manager was Rijkaard and like he had plays that were aging. Like he had a, a Henri that was essentially finished. And Messi wasn't the Messi that we all know. Like he was still a teenager essentially. So Pep has come, um, implemented his tiki taka style. Which, which, if if you have a midfield free of Iniesta... star. Uh, Xavi and Busquets, you're always, you're essentially always going to play Tiki Taka anyway because they that's their playing style, like are passing players. Um, and uh, like main point is he had Messi, like Messi can single handedly win you free a season with his goals and his overall play. Um, my main point is that's not my main point because Barcelona, he did well if we're honest, but like he went to Bayern Munich. Um, the year he went Bayern Munich, the season before, Uh, Ujpankis won the treble with a uh, with. Manzoukic as his main striker. Um, so he's come, um, weakened his opposition, uh, Dortmund. He took Lewandowski and was it got to that year? I, 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 yeah, yeah but he took yeah, it was them, weakened them and still uh, didn't do well. He, like, Champions League got knocked out in the semis, was it? So mm-hmm. that just proved that his whole success, like his whole relies on Messi. His first year at City, he, it was one game against Sunderland. I watched. He tried playing literally... Three at the back with his four backs playing coming into midfield got absolutely found out. And that, that year, I think he finished was it fourth day he finished in his first year? Um, fourth, yeah. heavily relies on money. Um, it, it took him he spent around 500 million, if I'm correct. If you give any manager 500 million and uh plays with the quality that he has, I'm sure they will have done a similar job, if not possibly, but apart from that one year when they. Got 100 points, which is quite impressive. But like when you got like, like KDB and I don't, like, I don't think you can say a, apart from no. that one. year
3: as if you can just dismiss that centurion season that yeah. easily. That was, and the next season they got 98 points. Like that's two years where they Especially had a Liverpool, Liverpool tri- side side chasing them. I mean, both that I would argue City were unlucky to get knocked out of the European competition. Both top it, first one was against the Liverpool side where they were City were actually unlucky. In, in one of those games with uh, with decisions that were made by the referee. I mean, I think Liverpool deserved to go through, but it could have turned out differently. Games to Tottenham again, I mean, that was... VAR happened to come in at the wrong time. for them. I, I, I think in Europe they had been
0: slightly unlucky. I mean, you know, I, I just uh, like, you know, add to, to Guardiola as an actual manager, despite the fact he's won 30 trophies, you know, 14 trophies in four seasons at Barca, which is phenomenal. And obviously you've argued that that was... Mainly due to the yeah. actual players that he had. Would like, you not? Know, I'm, look, I'm looking at actually the players that he's had when they're young and the improvements he's made. You look at yeah. um, Messi is a, is a prime example. Messi attributed a lot of his improvement to Guardiola's style of coaching, in the way that he wanted to play, um, as well as obviously the players around him. I, I mean, the main yeah. example for me is Sterling's tr- pretty much complete transformation. He had 36 goals before Guardiola came. You know, before before his interaction with Guardiola. He's now on one hundred and twenty-four, and was one hundred goals in, in, I think, it's four, four or five seasons, um, which is uh, six seasons even, uh, which is phenomenal. I, I do think that there's a lot more to Guardiola than just um, getting good players and, and inheriting good players and just making them pass a lot su- before they can Are you suggesting Michi
3: that Pep Guardiola isn't one of the best managers in the world? Is that what you're saying?
1: Um, me personally, like when I when I look at his Europe record. I'm I'm looking at Klopp. Klopp always seems to find a way to beat him. Like I'm, like if you look at his rivals, for example, Klopp and Mourinho, especially more Mourinho. Mourinho's won Champions Leagues at lesser teams like Porto and no disrespect to Inter Milan, but they weren't they weren't front runners for, for the Champions League when they won it that year. And it, like, uh, that year, they, it's when I, that year, they, they, they won, won a won treble it. that year. <laughs>
3: that that wasn't like a, a, a Liverpool Istanbul. They won the treble that year. That was a strong Inter side.
0: They weren't. a point! they weren't. They weren't, they weren't no. Champions League favourites
3: I mean, stretch. Have, I mean, Mourinho did have resources that year as well. You see, the the players he managed to bring in. He brought in Snyder, Milito, Eto, Motta. No, but
1: the, and, the Eto transfer is the, the reason why the Pep got. It makes it more embarrassing on Pep. Pep uh, uh, bought Ibramovic for like fifty million plus Eto, and that same Eto ended up knocking out. Um, Bossing out of the. I mean. MSU. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I,
3: I, <sighs> But they got their money's worth of Eto anyway Barcelona at that point, but I, I I would say it probably was better for the team ultimately. When you the best team I've ever seen was managed by Guardiola, <sighs> and that was against Man United. Do you not think that that?
0: Etto would have, you know, contributed to get, that fight. I still, and, I think,
3: he's one of the best and he made his, uh, I mean, he made Pep Guardiola's made yeah. big decisions when it comes to letting players go. He's done this. Uh, he's, he, he did it with Ibrahimovic after. He did it with Yaya Toure. He did it with Ronaldinho, and they do. T- he he got rid of uh, Yaya Toure, and they. Uh, Yaya Toure was one of the city's best best players when they did that, and he. And then they went on to, yeah, with uh, the um, Centurion and- season and did so so well. I was
2: going to say, I don't think you can say getting rid of a yeah. poor decision when he won the Champions League yeah. afterwards with WD. I, I, don't,
3: I don't think it was a bad decision for, from Barcelona. I think it was a great move from Inter, but I don't think it was necessarily at the expense of Barcelona in the long run, is what I'm Would saying. Would you say
1: he's a better manager than Mourinho? Uh, no, I
3: wouldn't. But that's because I think Mourinho no, is definitely
0: not. Mourinho. But.
2: I think there's an t-
0: argument though to say that they that he is. I I personally would yeah. go from you but I mean, uh, there's a little bit of bias there. But you know, then his tactical style and the way that he's he's won trophies with play, with teams like Porto. But I would say that there is an argument to be had that Guardiola is is de- yeah, certainly in the same that, category. I
2: mean- right? They competed against each other in the league. I think it must have been three seasons. Mourinho only came up. Yeah, but on to be fair, once, I, I
3: think that's unfair because you mm. you get Mourinho yeah. moving in, and Guardiola's settled in a very settled side as well. It's like, like uh, yeah, personally, I think I think the reason their rivalry has been so good is because they're so even. So I think it's unfair to say that one is overrated. I think they're both pretty much equal. I think that's why their rivalry
1: has been so great. Overall. Yeah, I'll... I just find Mourinho's. Um... Resume more impressive.
0: Uh, I mean, it's a it's a uh, interesting interesting argument, another one. Um, I think we'll we'll move on because that's uh, uh, the majority of us I think have just something on that front. Um, but yeah, if we go if we go back to um Callum and uh, <laughs> final yeah, choice I've, is I've Paul Pogba
3: again. I've, 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 there's a trend of these three players; they're all really good. This one, uh, arguably the most talented of the three, yeah. I think he's as good as Hazard. In terms, of, in terms of ability, I honestly think he is. But again, um, a, a little bit like Ozil, I think he lacks leadership qualities. Whenever he's been, had real success, it's because he's been with people like Perlo or Kante, uh, or Kante for France. Or, he, or even Man United. When, when Man United had that season under Mourinho where they yeah. overachieved and did really well... Pogba, Pogba came to the foot because of Ibrahimovic. As soon as Ibrahimovic walks, it, there's not a leader in that dressing room, and and it shows again now. Fernandes has come in. You ask a Man United fan who their favourite player is, they'll all say they'll all say Bruno Fernandes now. That that's that but that's how like Paul Pogba's been there years, and that's how quick it was for them to change their favourite best player. I
0: I, hasn't I mean, just in general, now, I just think Man United
3: they... always have to have a player that they can argue to be in the Premier League eleven, and they've always argued Pogba, but I don't think he's at, at the same level as other players in a similar position.
0: I still think he's top, top quality, like world class. I mean, you say, you know, he was, he was, a lot of people would say, oh, since he's been at United, he's not hit the heights. He did it, Juve, and stuff like that, because they've seen that goal against Udinese about 450 I, I, I billion haven't. times. Um, but, <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, well, anyway, I, mean, the, uh, the, I mean, the stats between him and Juve, there's 28 games he's played less at United, and it, the the stats, the goals yeah, yeah, is yeah, are okay, pretty similar. I think he's I a bit similar, like
3: the it, 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 are, like, aren't similar at all. No, not, not at all. That's, that's, my, point, no, that's, my, that's my exact point. Yeah, that is say, my exact yeah. point, Callum. is that In the same way you can say about the argument with P K. maybe he's been carried a little bit. He's a luxury player, I would say, Pogba is. I'd say in a really good team, he makes a team a lot oh. better if you put him in a good team. But I don't think he makes an average team any better. I think he makes a good team amazing, but an average team... Doesn't do that much for...
0: I think he pulled out, if, if I'm honest, I, I do think he's a bit of a scapegoat. You know, you look at the s criticism all the time, it's just a bit of a, uh, like, oh, it's immediately yeah. his fault because he is a big player. The guy's still... What, I, 20, 20, 25, I think he's 24, one of 25. the talented players I've seen
3: in the Premier League. I do. But I think luxury player is definitely what I would describe him as. I don't think... I think someone like Kante will make a, 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 player, a team better... For, Throughout a season, I don't think I think Pogba sort of pops up, will have his moments. Um, you you throw him, you throw him in a top side, will make them better. Would I take him at Liverpool any day of the week? 100% yes, but that's because Liverpool already have that base there. I, I wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't take him if we were building. Yeah, fair point fair point to make to be fair. Who should we go to next? Mickey, Mickey, we come back to you, um, and your final. final um, I'm going
1: for Bisquets, Sergio Bisquets. Uh, me, personally, I feel any other player could have done the same job he did. Like, like, nah. like for example, a player that's with a stimulus stature would be Michael Carrick. And I don't see Michael Carrick. Different. Let's be honest. No, no,
0: let's
1: be honest. <laughs> <I'm> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do not Carrick and Busquets have a similar playing style. They have a similar no, playing style, but yeah, I think there's I a wow. difference in quality. 100%. Oh. Yeah, the difference in quality is that Busquets is passing to Xavi and Iesta, who probably dribbled at 30 yards and passed to Messi, whereas Karrick has to pass it to lesser players well, well, like
3: Paul well, Skulls like Paul Scholes, yeah. like Paul yeah. Scholes you're saying, who Iniesta grew up watching I mean I don't think that's fair Carrick played with some fantastic players as well like, like.
1: he was young then like towards the end of his career he, I, he sort of uh, deployed himself as a Busquets type player and I just feel like for example the season that Barcelona the season before Busquets started playing uh, Yaritura was playing that role and he was doing perfectly fine they won the treble that year but Yachtori really fell out of Pep and then that's how uh, Square started I just feel like someone else could do the same job as him which, which is not really hard sit in front of the back
0: four I mean you you nah. link
1: to, to Barcelona
0: but you know can, can you make that same argument to Spain you know he was a massive part of the, the two major trophies they won between 2010 and 2012
2: he's still major um, parts of both of them now
0: yeah I mean he made a, made the FIFA Pro World Eleven team four times um and es won 32 trophies, like, I, I, I can't see how. He I, could mean, possibly I mean, not his role isn't hard. when you, you watch play team. for a
1: team that dominate the ball. Like boss's average possession is probably above seventy percent. So, like, yeah, because yeah, of he, because of players like mean, him. You you because hear players say so, when they play against him, they just can't
2: get the ball off him. You can't get the ball off Busquets.
0: I mean, Busquets is a big reason why I I argue that PK is overrated because they have players like that in front of them. Um, Xavi and Iniesta don't get the ball unless Busquets wins, gets, wins it, back. it
1: back. He really wins it back.
0: I No, I do think he does. I think he's probably one of the most aggressive players so, in that Barcelona team. Uh, if they
1: kept Yaya Toure, Yaya Toure would do a similar job and with similar success. Yeah, but Yaya, Yaya Toure is a it's top true. player Yaya as well. Ture. You're not. No, I'd say
0: Yaya
3: Toure is another level to Michael Carrick. Again, yeah, I, I think.
0: Yaya, Yaya Toure came into his own in, in a more attacking role. Than you know, even box to box is probably more accurate actually. You know, under sit, uh, um, at City under Magini, um, but yeah, I, I don't think that he would have done but as good a job a as to of the in ball that ball. Yaya
3: Toure without a mm. doubt. He's a better pass of the ball, he is mm. 100%. He, he, he I, is. I, don't, I don't know if I'd have part. to watch yeah. them. Oh, no, I go would. and watch a compilation of them both after. I think statistically, uh, I, you'll see that he, Busquets he is just, a better. Barcelona. I, now, mean, I mean, Yaya Toure gives more going
0: forward, it, but... yeah, in that, in that, in terms of that role, definitely, definitely Busquets, definitely. I mean, I'll, I'll highlight the main main points of my argument. Um, you know, the Skulls never featured in a FIFA World Eleven. Lampard and Gerard both did Gerard three times and Lampard once. So I I, I got to see where you're coming from, but I I don't really I, I yeah I, I love Busquets. I think he's a, a massive part of that Barcelona side success. Um, and pretty, you know, crucial for them to be able to play the, you know, the offensive football that everyone's sort of come to know them for. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll move on to the to the final of um, my three. Um, before we, I, I think we we'll finish on Callum's uh, or on Nils. Um, but yeah, my final final uh, final one of my three is Paul Sculls, and he's not been a key, and he's not been a key key well, no. player like highlighted once. Two fa- no, two. It's facts. He's not been in the he's not been in a team of no, the season. He's never he's been in a team of the season. I mean that... Um Skull's never featured in the top ten of the Ballon d'Or. Um Sebastian Veyron, you know, ranked as one of the top fifty trans worst transfers of all time. Um started in Skulls' preferred position for a whole season and Skulls moved to Cannes. He got five assists in that whole season, just five. Um and then obviously for England in the England setup. Frank Lampard-Gerrard combo was preferred and Skulls were shunted out wide. Um, he was benched in the 9 uh, UCL final in favour of Anderson and G-Sung Park. No player that's ever been benched in, in favour of either of, well, less so G-Sung Park, a utility player, but anyone that's been benched in favour of Anderson can't be that good. Um, he's never been regarded as a key player in any of their title wins, unlike Gerard. Uh, well, oh, sorry, I was going to say Gerard. Um, I unlike Lampard and like. I, 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 I think we have 13 <laughs> yeah, no, titles, I
3: don't we have agree.
0: Thirteen there. titles. Thirteen titles. But I mean, you can't say he's a key player in your title run if you win the title and then he doesn't feature in a team in the season that, that features scored, like four or five other United I mean, players. He scored he fourteen
3: can't be goals won. in the Prem and. Uh, 2002, 2003. I mean, for a midfield, that's pre- that's pre- that's like Lampard numbers there. Yeah.
0: yeah
3: I think that's it's hard
2: cool. to base it off of, um, you know, these team of the seasons and Ballon d'Ors. Because as I, I said earlier... Mean, I mean, Salah's pretty
3: good going at going those, exactly, isn't Somehow.
2: It well. So you've got to think, the 2009-2010 team of the season, Lampard scored 22 goals and assisted 15, and he didn't get in. Yeah. But Darren uh, Fletcher... I, I think it's, scored a, it's one a bit
3: diplomatic. And it?
2: assisted, like, four... Oh, yeah. It's
0: it's hard. It's yeah. The main thing that you know, people turn around and you know, when you mention this debate, yeah, skulls hit a tree from fifty yards away. Oh what'd he fucking do? But he's not he's not on the park, the same level. in no like the fact that
1: they're both tempo dictators. So this does like, this does aren't gonna be the best. Shall we go and Gerard? Yeah,
2: okay. I don't yeah. Going into Gerard now. yeah, um because, you know, once again, as Eddie said before Paul Skulls, I'm I'm not knocking uh, Gerard as a player necessarily. I'm just saying he needs to be put in his place. Slightly. <laughs> Obviously, you know, um, he's never won the league. You know, we're not, but, we, everyone but that, knows that. We don't that, need to but... get into that. So, Liverpool have only challenged for the league title a handful of times. So, they came second three times and third three times since 1998. Um, they finished outside the top four eight times since he played for Liverpool since 1998 um, I'd say obviously he's impressive in big games well, The well the big games that uh, Liverpool fans like to remember um, <laughs> so obviously the Champions League final phenomenal can't doubt him he was amazing and the FA Cup uh, semi-final in 2006 he was amazing as well but I'm going to go on to some key mistakes which I think you know some are remembered some aren't so obviously you know the slip we all know it happened that's fine we'll move that on so he scored a known goal in the League Cup final in 2005. So important games against Everton and United, red cards. Uh, in 2010, virtually a title decider, second from last game of the season for Chelsea. Poor back pass, gifted what, it to yeah? dropper, pretty Did much you... gifting Chelsea the title. Was it? 2010. Gerard has played less games than Lampard, but he's actually played more minutes. Euro 2004. We were competing with France to win the group. First game. 1-1 90th minute. He gets the ball. For some reason, turns round, tries to pass it to David James, falls well short. Thierry Henry was running through, takes the ball. David James had no choice but to vow to avoid the goal. Zidane then scored the penalty. We lose 2-1 and finish second in the group. So now, Obviously, my main argument here is that he's not as good as Frank Lampard. Appearances Lampard 609, Stephen Gerrard 504. Minutes played Lampard 20,546, Gerrard
0: 22,846. Did
2: you say they that all out? Yep. Goals <laughs> Lampard 177, Gerrard 120. Assists Lampard 102, Gerrard 92. Would you not? So you think Gerrard performed at that quality that everyone says he does or not everyone, but Liverpool fans consistently say he does every season because Lampard consistently scored and assisted over 10 every Uh season.
3: Yeah, the argument for Gerard that he didn't win a trophy—I don't think that can be used to say that he's overrated because I don't think I've ever heard anyone mention Stephen Gerrard without mentioning that he hasn't won a trophy. Everyone, sorry, a Premier League trophy. Everyone knows he hasn't won a Prem. That's what people always go on about. That's not part of an argument. We know that, um, and I think, and I've, I, I think, I think when it comes to Is the errors not- made. Um, if i sat there and looked at lampard errors, i could find some. steven gerard hadn't wasn't hiding. he was the key player for liverpool. What? he wasn't hiding. yeah, he made a few errors, but but the ones you mentioned hey. say nothing to, to to his big performances in the fa cup final, istanbul, um yeah. it, our title run. i mean, this was gerard on his um penultimate season against um uh, where, where, when we came so close, he scored 13 I'd goals. He's above the age of 30 in, in 34 games. I mean, he's, he's, I, I, I just think you're a bit mad to suggest that he's overrated. He, my argument is that if you swap those two players, I don't think Lampard would have the same effect in a Liverpool side. Um, I, I, I don't know, there is not a chance no, he I would. I'm going to be firm. I with that. would disagree. You massively. Saw, I mean, you're taking Gerard off. Chelsea were
2: desperate to sign him for years. wouldn't have the effect on the Chelsea side. Just because we wanted yeah. to sign, we wanted to sign him to partner Lampard, not to replace got, Lampard.
0: We got Balak to you know to partner, and we signed yeah. Tiago. We signed players to partner Lampard, not you know to replace sort of thing. Gerard would have been a, a fantastic addition, you know, if Mourinho wasn't. You can't say Lampard was I, I, hidden I, I, as well. In our in 04,
2: 05, 05, 06, and 2009, 10, he was our top scorer. Oh no, no, 10 he wasn't. But in 04 05, 05 06, he was our top scorer in the Premier League. And in the 09 010 season, he was second to Jogber had 29. Right. Lampard had 22 for right. a centre eh, midfield player. Eddie, you were behind. talking about the goal. exactly. Premier
3: League team of the years. So he wasn't been featuring any. Gerard featured in eight.
2: No, it's all political.
3: That, I can't. You can't I base mean, it on that. Lampard I, played I in. That. I mean, you, you said earlier about, don't you? You don't about, about, about about Pogba playing in a lesser team at Man United, he did it, you in the team of you the could year. Say that Lampard is playing in a better team than Gerrard ever played. Would you deny that? Is am I right? or Am I wrong? You do a, you do a combined Liverpool Chelsea team throughout those years. No, I I I I'm one not. Of I'm the not only player who not... gets in that team is Stephen Gerrard from Liverpool. He's one of the only players who will get in that side. And that's why I just think it's preposterous. Uh, but didn't Gerard play in a he midfield with best, Alonso and Mascarano? Don't, don't you rate those oh, 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 Was that Xabi Alonso Lanzar. at his pomp? Was that Xabi Alonso at his pomp and Lampard did he go on to it? Macalay, and and at his pomp?
2: No.
0: Uh, I'm in Alonso,
2: going, in his, Alonso in his last season before he went yeah, to Real Madrid. Be, he'll, so... he'll be, he'll be how, how
3: many players can I go through Chelsea had who are world-class in that position? Right. He was partnered with Eschen, yeah. McIley, Balak, Fabregas. Yeah, and, G- and Lampard stood out. But Lampard stood out, though. I don't think
0: you can say that G- Gerrard's overrated. I, I think there's more overrated. of a case to say he that Skull's the, 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 the
3: whole of the Arsenal team in the overrated team. He's a mentalist. He shouldn't be listened to. <laughs> so if if I was if
2: I was going to set up a free now yeah as most overrated I'd say Rubinho, yeah um Gigs PK for me and probably PK or one of the Arsenal players so I'd say Pepe or
3: Gwendozi. So we'll go with PK, Robinho and Giggs, yeah, yeah? I'd say PK, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, thank you very much for joining us, Mickey. Uh, it's our episode on the most people in football. Um, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed, the, uh, enjoyed this discussion. Um, yeah, we fairly heated as well. Uh, it was quite, quite good to be a part of. Uh, next episode, uh, since the three of us return to discuss the best strikers in Premier League history, uh, we'll have Liam joining us for that one as he shares his thoughts alongside us. In the meantime, um, get onto our socials um, at Talk one on Twitter and at Talk on Instagram. Um, the Facebook page as well is TikiTaka with a space and then talk. And We're also on Spotify now with all of our episodes so far. Um, as always, um, thanks for listening. Brief shout-outs to uh, Dan Ridges, Shantam Cowra and Ruben Mercer for their fantastic support so far. Um, until next time, this has been TTT. Um, Featuring Mickey Ibrahim. Thank you very much. Cheers.